This is life. Listening and inspiring friends in entertainment. Let's just keep everything very practical and very real. Focusing life's principles with your goals. There is a blueprint for how to deal with it because more people have done it before you. And taking Empowerment Global with Empowerment Speaker, Stone Stafford and Johnny Vaughn. What's up, what's up, friends, family, and fans? It's me, your man, Stone Stafford. Uh, still social distancing. Dis- distancing. Look at that. See, see what happens, Johnny, when I'm not there personally. I can't speak. I get tongue tied. No, that's okay. Man, it's okay. I see like this though, man. Uh, the size of those houses I'm seeing in the background and how much acreage I have in between them, man. That's a lot of distance for real. Man, I had to. I want to get my vitamin D while we do this. Although I'm in the shade right now, I don't know if that's that's effective or not. But uh, yeah, man, we my boy Johnny Van. Yeah, Johnny Vaughn. Johnny Vaughn. Man, he must name Johnny like, wow, how disrespectful. <laughs> okay, it's all right. My man. Oh. And you know what it is? Because when we post these, I always have to go in and reconnect because I originally put it in as Johnny V-O-N. I know, yeah. When we first, So I always have to go in and change it every time. So mm-hmm. I, was, I had Van in my mind, but, yeah. you know, okay. you're just trying to be different with your spelling. No. But it's... look, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. J-O-N-Y. I get you. I bet you right now, if we had any of our listeners live, I would say, say this word to me, J-O-N-Y. So, basically, you're saying I worked for Sony ATV. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we play Sony PlayStation. And you play Sony PlayStation, exactly. And I want a brand new Sony for my, a brand new Pony uh-huh. for my birthday. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. It's some things about the English language, man, you just got to accept. My son tried to spell soap the other day, and he spelled it S-O-P-E. And then I had to explain to him why there was a silent A in the middle of soap. The English yeah. language is extremely complex, yeah. man. So it it's is. just some stuff you just have to kind of accept. And that's... No, it is. That it sometimes is. why that. thing is one of them. And yes, I invoked it on my name, and my name is pronounced Johnny. The other, also, my name isn't spelled J-O-H-N. It's spelled J-O-N-A. So you can't call me Jahani with no H in it. So if you're going to call me Johnny, it would have to be added with a Y at the end. Or an I-E, but I'm not going to go through all of that. That's a whole nother English lesson for you kids. I'll let you study that one on your own. But there you go. That's my educational tip for the day. Too yeah, I just faded out. I'm going to make the cabeza explode. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so look, I just had lunch brought to me. So I have some uh, hey. salmon and uh, some kind of greens in here. Salad looking. So you're going to eat on the podcast. That's what you're going to do. I'm gonna see you I don't know. I don't know. I'll try not to. But listen, what I do want to talk about is the entertainment industry post COVID-19. Mm-hmm. What in the <laughs> what in the world is going to happen? Is there going to be one? What are we going to do? <laughs> You're right. I mean, Will there's no doubt one? that there's going to be one, but what, what's it going to be like? You know, and you have to wonder, well, I don't want to overhype either because it, there may not be huge changes, but I think some of the small changes that are going to be. Massive ripple effects, kind of? Yeah, we'll definitely have some impact and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, what's your take on it? Um, I think it's going to be something like we've absolutely never seen before in the history of entertainment, period. And okay. three reasons for that. And I'm going to use examples from the last couple of weeks. The first big one I saw happen was Erica Badu. She made an Instagram post saying, with the way we're doing stuff now, I can just do my concert straight to my consumers and bypass all this other stuff. So now you've got artists thinking... Ah! Uh, 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 wait, wait, because right after she said that, we had the little incident with the, the, the versus battle 
with Teddy Riley right. and Babyface, and the first day right. went wrong because <clears throat> Teddy Riley was trying to do what? Stream directly to his people from. So we've already got people's wheels turning to do this. And then the third reason that I think that we're going to see something we've never seen before is that the mass entities, we've already seen the big breakdown in music as, it, you know, the death of CDs, the birth of streaming, all of that stuff. But you've got major outlets that will not exist anymore. Like in the film side of it, like AMC theaters may not ever open up again. So you may not have that mass movie theater place to play big films. It may go direct to consumer. All right. Well, here's my. Th all right. So let me stop you on the AMC movie theater part, because yeah. now that's the part where I feel and I know you're not saying this is what will happen, but I still think that's a little bit drastic as far as AMC not opening up again, because for the most part, for the most part, we're pressing a pause button mm -hmm. for the most part. Now, we're making your living and stuff is concerned. That's way more than just a pause. That's mm -hmm. a. You know, that's a stop. Oh, my gosh, I have to recover somehow. But for the most part, we're pressing a pause button, releasing films, releasing movies. Uh, I mean, movies, releasing music. I mean, that's a pause button. And really, let it's a matter me, of, let me okay. stop you for a second before you. I want you to finish that. But I want to interject. Okay. This. That All didn't right. just come from me saying it. That came from AMC theaters. debt is so high. They're filing bankruptcy and the company right. may go away. So that's where I'm bringing that from is that one of the largest chains that is part of the film distribution industry may mm -hmm. not open back up because they financially cannot. Like it's a, they've got articles from their CEO out there talking about how they're trying to stave off bankruptcy. So that's not just me saying it because of the pausing right. of the economy. That's like, it may happen again, just right. an example, but I wanted to make sure I put that in there so that it wasn't just, okay. No, that's true because I definitely that was putting happen. that burning. I'll definitely put that burden on your shoulders. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, I want so that. we're about to, we're about to blame you for that. <laughs> dust that there off. <laughs> but, um, but that's true, and, and that is sad. And I think the worst-case scenario with something like AMC, <clears throat> I think it would be more so of a thing where they close a slew of locations as opposed to them not being able to come back, period. Mm -hmm. you know? And then, that's of course, that's the whole thing with bankruptcy as well. So I'm sure there are smart ways for that to happen that will happen. But nonetheless... We're still probably looking at a bunch of locations closing down. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, but for the most part, I kind of see it as a pause button. And just like with, with, the, with, the, with the Olympics that no one ever talks about, which yeah. is sad because the Summer Olympics is the most exciting. But they're just looking at pausing it. Mm -hmm. And then when it's time to resume, we'll have the Olympics. Yeah. And for the most part, that's the way it should be across the board. But when you have situations like, uh, like with movie releases, for example, like there are going to be a lot of film production houses that are going to change their mind and say, okay, well, instead of releasing this to theaters, we're just going to go straight to streaming with it. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's that kind of stuff where stuff like AMC and Lowe's and, mm -hmm. and uh, Regal, they're going to feel that, you know, because now we have loss of ticket sales and stuff like that. So they're absolutely going to feel the brunt of that and marketers, mm -hmm. people whose job it is to market the, the release of these films. Right. So, Absolutely, that's going to that's going to be felt. So, I mean, there no one knows what's going to happen, but these are some of the things we need to think about and uh, try to figure out how to set ourselves up for it. As a matter of fact, just today I just uh, cut off my UVerse and switched over to YouTube TV. Ah, you know what I mean. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are going to do that because folks who never really streamed before, yeah, yeah. are doing a ton of streaming. You know, and then content comes out on streaming way more frequently than it does on cable. Absolutely. So cable, I have a feeling, is going to see a huge drop. Um, I, the, the most important part that's buried in everything that you just said is that what's happening right now, 
is making people realize that they can actually get to things more efficiently than they used to because of convenience. Conven it used to be convenient to just hop in the car and go drive to the movie theater as opposed to signing up and doing all this stuff. But now people are actually spending time searching for content because it's all they have to, right. to do. Once that's right. embedded in their mindset, sometimes going back to the old way may not happen. So I think a lot of the old ways of doing stuff, if there becomes a wave of artists doing their own concerts and doing direct streams as opposed to, you know, letting Live Nation take 55% of everything and then going through arenas, right. they may start renting out these black boxes and putting on full shows and then you can stream it. But you know what, though? The reason why I don't think that'll happen is one, I know of a couple of artists that have done that. Mm -hmm. And the very first thing they're saying right now is that the revenue doesn't even compare. Like it doesn't cool. even compare. And then two, you know, how do you sell your merch? You know, how do you, and here's the thing you can sell, oh, you can, yeah, but you can have big ticket prices because you do have to cost, cover the cost of overhead from the promoters and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So you do have a reason to sell higher, um, higher price tickets. If you're just doing it online, people are going to expect it to be cheap. I don't care how much they love you. Yep. But here's the other thing that we cannot um, dismiss where movies, uh, live concert venues, sports and stuff are concerned. That is the experience. Sure. It's the experience of being in the atmosphere of other fans and the yelling and the screaming. You can't buy that, you know, or you can't put a price on that. I should say that. Yeah, you can't put a price on that. So that's why it'll never be a swap out. You know I'm actually I mean? like, oh, supposed well. to be just getting back from Vegas right now. Me and me and my wife were we're doing like this. Well, we were doing multiple events to celebrate our 10 and 15 year anniversary this year. And we were going right. to the MGM on Friday to see Bruno Mars's concert because he's had a residency down there at the Park Theater. Oh, yeah. I remember. Oh, that's right. I remember yeah. you're supposed to go to yeah, that. We're supposed, oh. we're supposed, we were actually supposed to be flying back now. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, we're wait, wait, getting wait. off the plane back here right now. <laughs> Um, I got to I got to repent. I got to repent. I got to repent. Four. So, something. <laughs> uh -oh. Yo, I'm so sorry, yo. Uh-oh. Because you know I've been wanting to go to a Bruno concert, right? Uh-huh. And I couldn't really catch one. And so when you told me you were going, I ain't going to lie. I was you happy for was you. Hating. I know. I was I know. I was just low key a little envious, but I was happy for you. So when you just told me that, there's a little that I didn't get to go see a little that's okay. a little piece of me. <laughs> you know what? And see, you did, no, you did the same thing I'm last sorry. year. Last year, when I was supposed was to that, go to the Eagles, go to the Eagles game, game. Here, you did the same crap, and then I ended up not being able to go. And then you went, and then you wanted to like low key rub it. No, I'll see, but I am being upfront about it. I am repenting to you, my partner. And I'm saying I'm sorry that it's that little always stone our Bible on the thumpers. Inside. That's always grimy on the inside, bro. It's okay though. Now that's just human nature. That's human nature. That's I'm not <laughs> like that. I, I root for <laughs> okay. my people. I, hey, I was rooting for mine. you. No, no, no. See, no I, you were low key wanting me to. If fail. I didn't say anything, you would have never have known. So at least I have some some character. That's why. That's bit. why sometimes telling the truth is not a good thing. I see now I know what you really yeah. like on the inside. And that's what. Hey, wouldn't you rather? Wouldn't you rather? Oh, <laughs> the, anyway. the important thing I'm painting a picture of that is that um, the, the experience that I was looking forward to on that absolutely hands mm -hmm. down. I, we we paid an exorbitant amount of money for those park right. uh, theater tickets. Um, uh, the airline has not given me my money back for the flights yet. <laughs> so it's, did they say they're going to, uh, we'll see. 
they're they're trying not to because you know the whole airline industry is going through a bunch of crap. So they're yeah, yeah. Cash they're trying to trade it for like points and miles and all this stuff. And I'm like, I want my I want my bread back. But we we paid that for the experience. So right, that to say yes to an extent. However, the reprogramming that's going on right now is that do I need that experience? That experience Uh, is more so a want than it was a need. Because well, it's when, all, all of it is a want. Absolutely. But I, what I'm saying is right now, people are starting to really, because you've been locked down, because you haven't been able to do it, people mm-hmm. are being shown really what they can live without doing, especially when it comes to people whose incomes have been slashed and they can't, they definitely can't afford to spend $1,400 on a Bruno Mars ticket. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, it might be a, if Bruno does a concert and it costs me $100 a stream as opposed to, 3500 for the whole experience, I still get to see the concert. I'm going to treat it like a pay-per-view event and spend 100 I think we're going to start getting a lot of that. Or could it cause you to miss <laughs> it so much where then when it's now it becomes available, you flock to that which you miss. Like oh, I haven't sure. had Haagen-Dazs mint chip ice cream in a minute. Sure. But when I'm ready to go back, I'm about to probably, instead of buying a pint, I'm going to buy a gallon or two. So for me, when I miss something and I crave it, I do go get it. But I always try to remember that there are people that aren't necessarily in the position to just say, hey, I really wanted to go have lunch in New York and I can do it. Right. But that, yeah, that mentality, and I'm with you on that because I'm like that too, but that mentality is definitely in the minority. We know that. Now, what I I do see happening, I do think because of the revenue streams being so low for artists who try to do the streaming thing. I think there's going to be a mass wave of they're going to continue to try to do these big shows and they're going to lose money on it because there's going to be people who just aren't going to be willing to go spend that extra 250 for that experience because they're going to be coming off of something like this. So that, that's what I see happening. Well, not only that, even practically, people are just going to be getting back to work that, right. and making money. So catching up on past due bills, all of that stuff's going to be hitting at the same time. Like, it's just not going to be feasible. So, opportunity then. Yeah. Right? There's always opportunities. If you look hard enough for it, Mm -hmm. I see opportunity for the local artists. Once these venues open up, they need to get bodies in the building. Right. And like you said, people haven't been working. Mm -hmm. They're not going to have a ton of money to be dropping, you know, $150 on a ticket or whatever it is. Right. But they can have a favorite local artist going in, $50 for the ticket, $40 for the ticket. Yeah. And trust me when I say those, those promoters are going to want to get bodies in those buildings. Mm-hmm. So once we do start getting uh, things going again and reopening, I mean, these local artists, you guys should be prepared to put on a freaking show. Yeah. Because, you have nothing but time I mean, to put is, one together. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, you yeah. really could be sitting on a, grand, a prime opportunity to get gigs. Yeah. So this is a, this is a good chance to find some gold in and the Bear Hills. The perspective from this right now too is that you've had nothing but a captive audience right now because everybody's on here. Like right. I've seen so many blasts from just music. Like I had a friend who hit me up. He's a music producer too. Never had an Instagram page. Me and him used to work together quite a bit in college, and he hit me Saturday night when I was at work, and was like, <laughs> "Yo, check out my new producer page. I finally got around to doing it." I'm like, "Bro." It's been 10 years since we made a record together. What you mean you just finally got around to doing it? But right. he's taking advantage of the audience because people are looking for that stuff now. They're just looking. I'm for glad it. to see. I'm glad to see he's being smart. Maybe he can rub it off on you because I still don't see you posting. So obviously it's not working on you. Well, no. So this is the thing. Again, 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 no, 
I'm not, I'm not trying to sell anything right now. I have reasons for not posting. Social media didn't one, social media is stupid. There's too many dumb people out there. And when I start mixing, when I start mixing and stirring the pot, people's feelings get hurt. And I just got bored with it. That happens in real life too. No, it, it does, which is why I'm not tripping about ha not having to go outside right now because stupid <laughs> is on every corner. And then the other thing, I I have I don't think I've been open with uh, you know why I haven't been doing it, but I'll I'll flat out say it. Like I told myself that I was gonna finish a project that I've been putting off before I mm -hmm. decided to come back to social media. And okay. because social media is, is one of those things for me that, you know, it, it pulls me away from focusing on what I need to. And that, that project has been going very well since I stepped away from it. So once that's done, nice. then, uh, then I'll come back. But I mean, it's, you know, ain't nobody missing me on social media, man. Nobody. How do you know? How do you know? They could be. Actually, you know they what? That's be. true. Because I have had a few people hit me up and say, yo, you dead? Like, what happened? Because so, they, <laughs> so they got so used to my sarcastic comments and responses and me just poking the bear with people. that they Johnny, you do have me. something to offer. You do, do have something to offer. I do. You Dissonance. is valuable. You is intelligent. You is, <laughs> <laughs> you is special. <laughs> you is somebody. Oh, but this nah, is coming. Hey. It, it may even it may even be this year when uh when when that 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 is lifted off of me. But that project has to be finished before I can allow myself to do no, it. No, I feel that, you, and I I that appreciate the discipline. That is me being committed to what yep. I said to myself. So I can appreciate that discipline for real, for real. Hey. I was looking online too. I have another opportunity or golden nugget for mm -hmm. those that may be interested. If you're an artist, there is a site called Ampled. Yeah. A -M -A -M -P -L -E -D. Have yeah. you heard of them? I had I never heard of them. Yeah. I now I haven't done anything with it, but I saw another friend kind of posting this like, yo, check out the Ample page and you can yeah. donate on there or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, your like fans can donate to you. So it yeah. is a great a great way of making some income if your stuff is good. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I saw Delonte If your stuff is good. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was gonna say. I saw Delonte Murphy of Empire. He posted, he said, I have resolved that I'm no longer going to lower my standards for what I consider to be great music. Hey. And I, you know what? I agree with them. There should be, honestly, there should be no excuse for horrible music being put out. I mean, you got time to sit there and just create and craft your masterpiece instead of just cranking stuff out, which See, is another. I'm, I'm, mad, I'm mad at Delonte for making the comment that he just made. And that's my guy. Like, I respect him so much, but I'm mad he said it because that means that at some point, he did lower his standard for and that's what's been wrong what? with music so because the talented dudes well, like Delonte yeah. have you know they've they may be under certain pressures from the machine and i get that but there's been i a was lot of just going to say the cracks man but I, you know what unfortunately and those of you who this doesn't apply to obviously i'm not talking to you mm. but society has has been dumbed down so much like before we used to have the whole listener or the radio who controlled it? We right. can't blame it on radio anymore. Can't. Because now it goes right from the artist's laptop or whatever, yeah. straight to sound. Straight to your, uh, say straight and to either people going to love it or they're going to hate it. Yeah. And they've been like, they've been loving a lot of this dumb ish. You know what I'm saying? So then when SoundCloud, all of a sudden you're getting a million streams mm -hmm. on some kindergarten nursery school rhyming piece of nothing. Yeah, then business business dictates we got to jump on this because people it's are the, feeling it, so they're obviously going to buy it. I call it the shower effect. Like, everybody who hops in the shower, you know, those acoustics in there make everybody feel like they can sing like their favorite song. When, when stuff started becoming very simple to put out, 
Like when it was when it started costing four hundred dollars for somebody to buy a Pro Tools rig and make beats in the dorm room, and they became a producer overnight because it became cheap. It started making people feel like just because I can get it, I can do it. And that's what started to kind of, I don't think it was actually the people. It was the access that dumbed it down. And then the gatekeepers at the time, I don't think, upheld a standard of what it should have been. because, like, it just, But who are the gatekeepers now? The well, they're already the now. That's what I'm saying. The well, that's gates that's are, my point. That's it. But had a standard been held when the gatekeepers still had the keys, I think that standard would have been maintained. I don't think it would have broken down as fast as it has. Oh, absolutely would have. It absolutely would have. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, stuff like some crap leaked through, you know, even when they were gatekeepers. But the moment that the gatekeepers like, okay, here's the key yourself. Yeah, just like it did. Just bum rushed the show and just crap went out. And it just, I mean, at the end of the day, people, I think the listeners' standards are lower. And that one thing I do appreciate from like the Teddy and Babyface thing. And mm-hmm. I mean, even, even John Tay and Neo is like, those who normally would have never listened to them, hopefully it took a minute to listen to be like, damn, man, they really, they really wrote like some stuff, like, mm-hmm. like wrote, like, like took time and crafted lyrics. Hopefully that affected some people. You know what I'm saying? I hope. Now mm-hmm. to, enough to the point where it'll make any kind of a real splash. Nah, I don't know if I can say all that, but I, 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 agree I, with you. I think, I think from the most part, not so much from the splash of the creativity level, but I think for the respect of their talent, people will mm-hmm. reach for that level of talent. I hope so, man. I, I, think I really hope that's so. more so what will happen than anything else. That's what I, to be. So. I mean, I always strive to be like those dudes, you know, when I was still doing it because they were the greats. They are the greats. Right. I mean, you study it, you read, you read the credits, you find out what they wrote. You listen to the differences between, you know, the cadences of each track. How were they right. using wordplay back then? Like I, we, we, people who were really trying to do it did it that way, right. as opposed to I got my little box. I can just write a song now. So I think once you see that level, and I think that's going to be the most positive thing that comes out of it is just the fact that you've got titans willing to show the world what they've actually put out there, and that it's right. not easy to actually do those kind of things because each one the thing what I would love to see, which will never happen is a versus battle between those titans of the records they had that weren't that great. <laughs> like, just to show you huh. that even through the greatness, there were still some that weren't good. You still have, there's still work that goes into it, and every record's not going to be a hit. But right. seeing that level, seeing them go 20 for 20, like, you got 20 hits and eight of them hits. were number ones. Saying. It was like 20 hits. You didn't just play 20 songs. No, you played 20, 20 hits. hits. Man, bro, something to strive towards. So I I think that people will hope, and like you said, hopefully. But I think hopefully they will they will latch to that and try to strive for that level of greatness. Yeah, how can you play a a no diggity or end of the road or something? And today, even if you weren't, even if that wasn't your quote unquote time back then, Mm -hmm. today though you're like, yo, that joint is. I mean, to last the test of time, like mm-hmm. that's, that's the thing, like that's the acid test. And I can't, there aren't a ton of records out of today that'll, that'll still be just be bumping in Justice Classic 20 years from now. Not a ton of them. I don't think. At least not any. the ones that are popping, popping right now. I don't think there are I mean. Well, okay. There yeah, you go. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like I can't, yeah. I haven't heard one Roddy Rich record that's still going to be bumping in the next, shoot, five years. Mm. I don't know, man. I'm gonna still be saying, eh, eh. I'm gonna still be saying that in about five years. I, I rock with, <laughs> I rock with that. That's a, that's right. a sound. That's a sound. <laughs> no, the, the, but give that thing ten years. That ain't gonna be bumping like no, that. It, it's not I mean, gonna. Yeah, it's not gonna. You're not gonna be like, yo, let me play it. Nah, not at all. 
We'll it's see. not. I don't know. It's pulling not. the coop with the lot. Tell them 12, swat, busting the labels at the bottom. I can see myself spitting at it 10 years. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the only one. <laughs> yeah, it might be. And don't get me wrong. I'm feeling the box. Like, I really am. So I'm not hating on Roddy. And like I said, I'm not no, hating no. on any of these. I'm no, not I, hating I, on I any of these cats that are, that are getting theirs right now. Like, I'm yeah. really not. You know, because it's, it's, at the end of the day, it's still putting them in positions and giving them opportunities that they didn't have. Even the, the song... It's just a flash in the pan. I think the income I, is something that brought them. I think this whole them. thing, though, I think this will this will kind of be the kind of groundwork for what this all looks like when when this thing comes back, though, because these hits that come out now, the the, the one hits, because the one hit wonder thing kind of became a craze mid two thousand to now. Um, there was a science to making a hit. I think that science is being rediscovered. I mean, you're hearing so. about. You're hearing it, like not even just in music, like you're hearing about new sound, like people working on new sound packs now. I haven't heard a producer right. now working on a new sound pack in a while. They just recycle the same drums and sell it as a different kit. Um, mm. Writers are writing new scripts. Like they're, they're like, you know what? We're, we're not going to reboot this series or we're, you know, we're not going to reboot this whole franchise. We're not going right, to right. remake. They're writing new stories because they've got time to sit down and do it as opposed to I owe a song. I have to have this song done. What's the catches formula we got, and we're just gonna feed it to the people. I, right. I think I think patience is really what's gonna come back into play, and I think that, like I said, I think that'll be kind of the groundwork of what this will look like once this whole thing wraps up. Right. I hope so. I mean, because one thing that has happened is um, new music. As far as new music during this whole pandemic stay at home thing, you know, new music has surged. Yeah. You know, and artists like like Dua Lipa and stuff putting new albums out, putting new mm-hmm. singles out. Like this going when this thing is done, like there's gonna be a plethora of new music for these artists to perform in their live shows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So in a year and a half probably, when they're able to. <laughs> I know, right? But that that's probably another um another silver lining out of all this. It's just a ton of new music that's yeah. gonna be put out. And it does give people an opportunity to experiment and try new things. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely, because it's not like you have to be scared that people aren't going to buy tickets to your tour right now. There's no tour. There's no, There's no ticket. Yeah. What honestly do you have to lose? Yeah. Nothing. No, you can, you, know you I mean? can so, test it. You can figure out what that next sound is supposed to be. Exactly. And I would love for really another, I hate to say another new Jack swing, but I would love for a different vibe like that to come up. I mean, I think, I don't want to say EDM has run its course, but I think EDM has seeped into so much of everything to where everything is mm-hmm. right now. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's cool when you're in the club, but I mean, you know, I might want to light a candle and feel something. Red so. cup. <laughs> <laughs> I was just choked. <laughs> you can't say EDM without red cup. <laughs> but no, I, I I agree with you. And uh, I mean, don't let another prince come along. I don't. Don't. Let's not do that. I mean, Watch yourself now. Let's not do that. Hey. <laughs> I don't know if we can handle that. I, but that's it would thing, be lovely, though. though. It could would be we, lovely. Could, we, could, could the world handle it when it happened? And I think that's the thing. It's it needs, that well, that, it needs to happen. I that's, was just gonna say the answer should be no. Like if you yeah. think the world can handle it, yeah. do it. Do it. Do it. Absolutely. Yep. Do it. Yeah. Hit Absolutely. Face with it. Could we handle this shutdown? If anybody would have said to you six months ago, in six months, the world is gonna stop. Nobody's gonna be working. You're gonna be trapped in your house for at least forty-five days. Like no, the world can't handle that. And here we are, thirty-five days into it. Right, not comfortable, but maintaining. Um, right, and it's it's causing, as we always say, uncomfortability. It's forcing us to think outside of the box, and I think that's 
not disrespecting the negative that comes with it. I think that's the real silver lining and the real good thing about it is that it, it forces our minds to expand beyond what our normalities have become. Right. No, I definitely. And <laughs> I know I have to recheck myself because, you know, I still have only got like a chapter and a half done on my book. Now, wait a minute now. Yeah. <laughs> well, but you've been doing, you know what? But you've been doing rewrites. Like you, you, you've been doing. No, some- I've been doing rewrites, but yeah. honestly, just like with the new Michiko stuff and like even that's been affected. Like, so I work with this artist or this right, well, writer artist, Michiko, mm-hmm. and she's doing something really brilliant right now where trap music is a, is a very big thing in Japan. Like they love it. They're big fans of it. But what they do is they kind of get online and listen to it stuff and they kind of emulate it. Mm-hmm. And so Michiko, she's like a real big writer over there. She's like our, I don't know, our, our Carrie Hilson or our, our Esther Dean over there, right? And so she's bringing some of the architects or we're bringing some of the architects of Atlanta Sound and Trap mm-hmm. to Japan. So we're setting up collabs, you know, like Jumbo Boy just got on board. Word. He's going to be working with a guy named Kura. And okay. Kura is like your Pharrell, your Rodney Jerkins over there. Like he's an OG A-lister. So they're collaborating. Um, but uh, how that my boy, um, Big Boy Squeeze, or that boy Squeeze, All right. um, reached out, talked to Zaytoven's manager and stuff. So she's trying to bring them. Co- and these are people where some of them, I mean, Zaytoven might be different. Uh, I don't know about drummer. But like you got you know, Squeeze, like it squeezes time right now. Yeah. So he probably doesn't have anything popping over there in the East. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's kind of a nice thing to broaden their territory and their horizon and introduce them to their sound, but then also bring it. So it's a very, it's an ingenious thing. But my point in saying that is <clears throat> this whole COVID thing is moving at a snail's pace because budgets aren't open. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And there are budgets, but I can't really talk those numbers right now with them because ain't nobody there to cut checks. And right, <laughs> right. No, you know how we are in America. They're like, well, what's the number look like? Uh-huh. <laughs> before, before I play a note, exactly. <laughs> what's the number look like? <laughs> so it's, it's getting tricky. So that is kind of how this thing is definitely affecting us. But hopefully when it's done, we'll be ready to fly. So, yeah, you know, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I can't see us not being, man. I, I'm, I got high hopes for it. Um, I think we'll all be exhausted just from the repetitiveness that whatever your situation was during it. But hopefully right. it's a part of the exhaustion is from the, the pouring out of new stuff because that can make you like me. I'm I'm at the point now where I'm almost tired of writing, dude. Like I I'm I'm at the point where I'm having to force myself to continue to write because right. I pour so much stuff out and I got to just I got to get done now. Like I've got the right. ideas are out. The framework is there. The character development is there. I got to finish. So right. and then and I, I feel personally that once I come out of this and once this is. I'll feel that level of achievement. And that'll be the springboard for that new reinvigorated sense of creativity. And I think that's what's going to permeate. That's what I think. Hoping. I hope so. Well, I, have, I do have this idea that I want to do where songwriting is concerned. Mm-hmm. So it has been decided that I shouldn't share this live. So that's why y'all didn't hear the idea. It got edited out. <laughs> but. You're going to see the idea soon enough. I am going to try it and see if it works. So sorry yeah. about that. Sorry for the that's tease. That's a huge tease, boy. And I'm telling y'all, that's, yeah, he's going to leave y'all hanging with that one because that's, that's huge. <laughs> so look, the takeaway, hopefully people take from this, is you know, try to find the opportunity yeah. in the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, artists, like I said, venues are going to be looking to get bodies in the building. Yeah. When they open it up. And when I say venues, I'm not even necessarily talking about Phillips Arena. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be Mercedes Benz, but I mean, Center yeah, State is going to be looking to fill some slots. Exactly. We're talking to 250 seaters, yeah. 700 seaters, 
like be ready to fill in those slots and bring people in the door. And the thing is, people are going to be so ready. To, see, what, the way it is before this pandemic thing, you had to bring the people in the door for the most part. Like the booking agent wanted to know how many tickets are you going to be able to sell? Or they should get an idea from your other shows. Yeah. People are going to be so ready to go to these live venues, they'll probably come see you and they don't even really know about you that much. So it's a great opportunity, again, for you to bring people into the door yeah. and line up your gigs. That's something you can take out of it. Go check out ample.com, yep. A-M-P-L-E-D.com. Go in there and see how you can do some performing, get get fans to contribute and donate to your cause. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got? We got uh, and create music. Just keep writing, 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 writing music. Put it out. You have nothing to lose. Yeah. Put it out. If it doesn't take any traction after a little while, take it back down. You haven't lost anything. But mm-hmm. try to create a new sound even for yourself. Don't worry about writing for the world. Mm-hmm. Write for yourself. Something that you're like, you know what? I am super proud of this regardless of what anyone says. Put it out. Because yeah. somebody's going to agree with you. There you go. All right. So that's pretty much it, man. Johnny, fun as always, homie. It is, tell bro. People, tell people where they can find you. Um, I'm all over the place, but I'm invisible. Just Johnny Vaughn, J-U-S-T-J-O-N-Y-V-A-N. Uh, don't let Stone talk y'all into thinking nothing else about me. <laughs> <laughs> and you, of course, uh, you can find, what, what, you, you, are you still at the same thing? Or have you gotten the two zeros yet? I have not yet. I have a feeling I'm going to have to wait till I get a little bit more influence before they come off of that. So on Instagram, I'm still Stone007. That's the letter O, letter O7. And on Twitter, Stone007, the classic. Um, and then uh, don't forget to find up, uh, follow us on Life on Podcast. Yeah. Life on Podcast on IG. Mm-hmm. Life on Podcast underscore on Twitter. Yep. As always, just share it with a friend. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe. That's the biggest thing you can do for us, for real. And uh, that's about all we got for you this, this week. Yeah, man. We out. We love y'all. Appreciate it. Peace. Peace.